Beautiful. Today's daf is daf chof Aleph. In Meseches Yavamis, we got up to daf chof Aleph. We're going to back up a little bit to the bottom of chof Amidbeis and pick up from Itmar the two dots, two lines from the bottom. Okay, here we go. Itmar, we learned that a brisa bias kain gadol If a kain gadol marries an amana, okay, what happens? So the kain gadol's brother dies childless. So the widow now is going to fall to the kain gadol. And he had Bia with her. So, One says, she does not patter up her tzara. Meaning, the Yibum is not really a Yibum. The Bia did not accomplish Yibum because it was a lav. And therefore, the tzara also is still connected to the Kain Gadol some way. And she's going to need a Chalitza. The other man says, we do patter up. She does the Bia on one wife potters up the co-wife. Now, what's the logic over here? Because we know that Lemaisa, Lehalacha, the marriage is going to be valid. Even though what the Kohen Golo did was not al Halacha, and he wasn't allowed to do it, but Lemaisa, his Bia, accomplished the marriage. So what's the Halacha? When you have co-wives and you do Yibam on one, the other one goes free. So that's going to be the Machlekes. Do you look at the Lav and therefore the other one's still connected because it shouldn't have been done? Or do you say, Lemaisa, what's done is done. The same. Top of today's daf. Says the Gemara. When the Kain Gadol's brother had both Arison and Nesuim before he kicked the bucket. Everybody agrees that if the Kain Gadol has Bia with her, the co-wife is not completely off the hook. Because the Asay of Yibum does not push aside the Lais Asay of marrying a widow and an Asay that she must be a virgin. Since the brother had Aris and Enesuin, she's not a virgin. So in order to perform Bia, in order to perform Yibum, you're actually going to be transgressing in Blaise of a widow and in Asay of a Basula, that he's obligated to marry a Basula. Mimela, he accomplished nothing and the Tzara is still connected. She's not off the hook. Ki pligi. Where is there a Machlaikas about whether the tzara is off the hook now. That's when the Kain Gadol's brother only did Arison. So now let's think about it for a moment. Kain Gadol's brother did Arison. Is this girl, this widow, a basula? Quite possibly. Because they never had an Asuan. So she's a widow, but she's still a basula. So all you have is the say of the Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. But if he takes her in, is he transgressing an Asay? No, because she's still a basula. So that's not an Avera. So it's going to come out the Asay of, of, of Yibum is going to be doche alosase of widowhood. And that works. Okay, so here we go. Mandamar Peteres, Mandamar who says that the, the Tzara's taka, you know, done now, asiyase bedoche as laisei. Because the asay of Yibum worked and it pushed aside the laisei of widowhood. Umandamar ene Peteres, Mandamar who says that the Tzara still needs a chalitza. Why? He says, laidoche asay bedoche as laisei. He says, no! The assay is not going to be there. Say, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Fascinating ad. You ready? Fascinating addition over here. He's not arguing on whether assay is there. Say, we established that. But he says, in this situation, the assay of Yibum is not there. of widowhood. You know why? Gishmak. Kivan since the Efsher Bechalitza. So Gishmak. Since you can accomplish the mitzvah of Yibum by doing chalitza. Again, remember we ended off yesterday by explaining, we brought up this idea, and this really has been consistent. Chalitza and, and, and Yibum really are two sides of the same coin. 
Chalitza by definition means Yibum. Now, did you do Bia? Did you take her in? No, you did Chalitza. But when you perform Chalitza, Lamaisa, you tapped into the mitzvah of Yibum because you did what you're supposed to do as far as the mitzvah is concerned. Okay? And therefore, he says like this, an say is not doiche a say when there was another option. Since there's an option of chalitza, memela, what the kain gadol did is not allowed even midaraisa. He's qualifying the statement of asay doiche a and he says asay is only doiche aleisa say when the, when you had no choice. But if you had a choice, you could have performed the Yibum. You could have done the mitzvah by not transgressing the Laisasei. You could have done Chalitza. He didn't have to take her in. Then we don't say, I say, because there's not a direct contradiction between the two. Clear. There were no co-wives? Huh? I mean, there were no co-wives. It's because any co-wife of this, um, a co-wife of who? The brother? Well, no matter who's married to the brother, she's an almana. They're all almanas. They're all almanas. So they're all going to have the same, the they're all going to have the same license. The whole idea of Yibam is, as I say, the license, I say, I mean. That's right. That's right. The, so you can't, so then according to his logic, you can, you can, you can never really have Yibam, ever Yibam. It's the, the, well, not necessarily. What, what, what Rabbi Yisuk is pointing out is that maybe you're going to say over here, maybe there's never a Mitzvah Yibam. Now that, that's only going to hold weight. Remember, going all the way back to the beginning, the, the assay of, of Yavama conquers the lice assay of brother's wife. That's in general, right? Now, we never established that it conquers a situation when there's a rias, right? We say, we don't know that assays de chalice shish pekaris, but we know that assays de chalice in general from the fact that we perform ibum, right? We, we see that. Over here, there's an additional issue because you have the assay, deicha leisa say, but there's another option how to perform the leisa how to not, how to perform the assay without even transgressing the leisa That's the added knech that we're sticking in over here. Okay. That's the machaikas. Here we go. Mesve, that's a challenging question. Ready? Straight up, Bryce. Can't argue on these words. Vembalu kanu. If yibum was done, it works. So it must be that Yibum works Memela. Kaingado. Does Yibum on an Almana Min Ha'erison? Is it work? Does it work? Yeah. Now, if it works, simply what happens? Her co wife's off the hook. So you see very clearly the halacha. Her co wife's off the hook. Says, Gemara, you're right, Tiofta. Yeah. It's Taka proof. Taka proof. The halacha must be. That when a kain gadol has bia with an almana min ha'erison, the tzara will go free. Okay. Says is so. It seems that we have a straight up machlekes of reish lakish. Meaning, I mean, reish lakish was quite learned. So we just mentioned a few words and blew him out of the water. So says mm-hmm. what's going on with reish lakish now? What what was actually happening? Amar lach reish lakish. Reish lakish is going to say no. Ki amina ano. When do I say that? say when you could perform it with another option, right? By performing chalitza, hecha de mekayim mitzvah. That's when you're mekayim the mitzvah. Okay, meaning I, when you do chalitza, you perform the mitzvah. Um, I'm sorry. In, in, uh, according to what we've been saying till now, Rishak is going to make a chilik. According to what we're saying till now, chalitza is not actually yibum. 
Now, many of us have been thinking, what do you mean? It's two sides of the same coin. Mishogi says, correct. However, by If you have a, a makom of yibum, a place where yibum could be done, okay, now what do you mean it could be done? It could be done because I say, the so Mishogi is now just playing a game of cat and mouse. And he says, listen, you can tell me no, because I, you have another alternative. And he says, I don't consider it being another alternative. Because we have a mitzvah to do. It's not considered, uh, it's not considered anything else. Omar Rava, Rava says, Brand new conversation, we're getting into our mission now. And that is that Shniyos, secondary relationships, like we explained, for, you know, you're not allowed to, uh, in Arias is your father's wife. What about your grandfather's wife? Is that an arayas? No, it's not an arayas in the Torah. But we added in, we called it a mitzvah, we added in midrabon. So Amar Rabba, Remez L'Shinah Shmina Torah Minayin, where did the Chachamim find a hint to Shniah Shmida Rai? So Shnei Marazit says, Ki eskol te'eva se'ilu asu anshe aretz, the el, asu anshe aretz, the people of of these land uh, of the land did these things. Ha'el kosheis. These things mean that it is strong, it is it's uh, it's intense, mechlal deikarakos, which seems to imply there's like a softer transgression. Umayninu, what are these softer transgressions? Shniyos, these are the secondary arayas. Umay mashu dehael lishu dekashu. What do you know? These is like an intense arayas, like biblical. Tuchsev ves elei haaretz lakach, and the elei haaretz lakach. This is talking about when Nebuchadnezzar came to destroy. So he took the he took the creme de la creme. Okay, so hael is. Is very pinpointed. It's it's specific. Memela, what is specific? Oh, it's, it, there, there's a strong focus on those initial relationships. Fine. Beautiful. I says the Gemara. Lema pligedur ablevi. Maybe where this is our one. Ablevi damar ablevi. Ablevi says kasha einshin shamida is yaisher me einshin shalarayis. You hear this? What an important message. To cheat in business. Is worse than Arias. The Einshim, the punishment of cheating in business, of a Jew not being honest, not being emesdik, is worse than forbidden relationships. Shazen Namar Bohem, El, by forbidden relationships, it says, El, these, Vizenamar Bohen, Ele. And by cheating and, and not keeping fair measurements, it says, Ele, these. Okay, now there's an extra hey. So says uh, says Ablevi, It's coming to tell us it's uh, it's more intense. Now Lefize, he says the word el is not so is not so harsh. It's not so cushion. Now Rava's whole proof was that the word el is referring to something that's kosher, something that's harsh. Comes along, uh, Rebbe Levi seems to imply it's not so harsh until it says elet, like by the unfair weights. Says the Gemara, no. El kasha, the word el these means it's intense, stark, okay? The ele kasha me el, it's even starker than stark, yeah? Harder than hard, more intense. Gabi Arayas nami hoksev ele, by Arayas it all says ele, so why are you telling me that to cheat in business is worse than Arayas? Because it says ele by, by cheating in business, by Arayas also you find the word ele, where do you, where do you see the word ele? Famously. He called. He called. She asked. Called Teivas Ha'ila. 
v'nichrasu. Anybody who put these, you see, see the word ela, very very gishma. Okay, says more. No, ahu lemute midais mikaris. The word ela there is not coming to teach us intensity. It's actually coming to let us know. Uh, um, it's actually coming to let us know that by an ela of arayis, there's a chi of kares. By an ela of cheating, it's severe, but there's not a chi of kares. Says the Gemara, Ella Mai So what's happening now? You told me cheating is more intense, but now you're telling me it's less of a punishment. So uh, how are we balancing this whole thing out? Says the Gemara to explain, Hani Efshar Bechuva, Hani Loy Efshar Bechuva. You know what it means that it's more intense and more severe? Like this. If a person transgresses with Im, uh, immoral relations, guess what happens? You do chuva. You can do chuva. But if you cheat in business, you never know where that money went. You start, you start a society. You start a pattern of cheating in business. You don't know how to how to accomplish a a uh, complete tshuva. And Rashi says because sometimes even when you don't do something honestly, you could end up uh, cheating out somebody who owns a public company or somebody who had funds from a shul or you 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 uh, all, who, who are you paying back now, right? You you overcharged on your candied pecans that the shul or yeshiva or school purchased for their Einik Shabbos. Now you want to do tshuva. Who do you give the money back to? There's no, you stole from a whole kahila here. It's a lot, it's a, it, uh, says the Gemara, um, Rabbi Yehuda Amar, Rabbi Yehuda says, Mehacha, I'll give you another mekar, that there, that we, another source that we find a remez for, for um, Shni Yismin for the secondary Arayis. Again, the halachas, they're abundant. We're looking for a remez. The Izein V'chiker, Tikein Misholim Harbe. Okay, what does that mean? It means that he, he taught and he had Izein, which means, comes from the word Ozen, ears. All right, now ears are, if, if you picture them, it's kind of like something to grasp. Right, it, it's something to hold on to over here. So Shalom Alech says that he made ears and he, uh, he looked around and he set up many psukim. The Omar Ulam Rabbi Lazar, what does that mean? Before Shalom Alech came along, the Torah was like kfifa, was like a basket that didn't have ears. There was no place to hold it. Shalom Alech came along and gave it a way that it can be held. Okay. Now, what does that mean? He gave away it can be held. So this is referring to not the understanding of the psukim per se of what Shalom wrote, but he really established the gzeras derabanon and articulated it and established what's going to be for all deris, which means the Torah is a basket, but it takes the chachamim to give ears to the basket to give the Torah a place to be held. See, this is the remez, for uh, Minatari. Okay. Rabbi Yishyam Rabbi Yishyam says another makar, another, another, another source. Let's take this, uh, let's translate this piece by piece. Um, stretch it. Don't pass over it. Um, be a shaita from it. Um, be foolish from it. And keep going. Okay, Isaiah is the Pasuk. What is that talking about? Says the Amar Ravashi. Ravashi says, 
What does Rabbi Yishya mean by quoting this Pasuk? What's it a parable to? You have a person as acting as a human scarecrow. He's protecting an orchard. If he's outside, guess what happens? So the crows stay away, all the animals. They stay away, they're not going to mess with him. However, if he sits inside his guard booth, and he's chilling out, guess what? He can only see what's in front of him. He can't see that which is behind him. Gavaldik. Memela. You know what this means? Says of Ashi to explain the Gishmak. Without the added Shniyais of the Chachamim that the rabbis added on, without the added secondary Arayas, so there's too big of a risk of a person coming close to the biblical transgressions. Because we're going to see what's in front of us, the things that are behind us, there's a big risk. You, get, you allow you to get too close. The Chachamim, therefore, put us outside, so to speak, took away the opportunity by making Shniyais that kind of expanded the boundaries of Arias, and therefore nobody, no outside elements could come in and conquer us. Vahadar of Ashi Vedusahi says the Gemara, this, this um, uh, marshal of Rav, Asi, of Rav Ashi is Bedusa. Bedusa means it's a mistake. Why? In other words, it's not a perfect marshal because Hosam shall have fun of me and Mishtamer. Because bottom line is, you know, when a guy is sitting in a guard booth, he can see in front of him, he can't see behind him, right? There's a brick wall behind him. But the Maisa, what's in front of him, is Beseder. So you don't really need added Shmira on everything. You just need for what's in front of you. Hacha, Ilav, Shniyas. But over here, what we're saying is, as far as every area of Arayas, Pagabair, Vagufa, there's a concern that you may come to be Pagaya, to encounter the transgression of the Erva herself. Okay. In other words, we're agreeing with the Pasuk. We're just not agreeing that Rav Ashi's Mushal is so on point. Beseder. All right, again, what are we trying to do here? We're just trying to bring different ideas, how we find the remez, hints that the Rabbanon, you know, found in the Torah to add the secondary Arias, which interestingly, by the way, you know, when we learned the Mishnah, we spoke out exactly what it is. It's just interesting to note, we're, we're going to do that soon in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to go through step by step each of the secondary Arias, but it's like waiting to first like establish why we're doing it, and then it's going to give us a list of actually what we do. If Kahana says, we see from here, you should guard my guarding, you should guard that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu says needs to be guarded. Okay, so what does it mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, guard yourself from Arias. So you know what we need to do? Guard ourselves to not come close to that which we need to do to guard ourselves. Okay. beloved Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, Hadar I don't understand something. He says, the Misa, Arias, is biblical. It's biblical. So why, are, why did Rav Kahana say, Asu Mishmeres Lemishmarti? As if, like, this is not such a strong source. So he says, the Raisha appears to Rabban. Because really, you know, what, what's happening is, and this is where to come out with a beautiful limud over here, a beautiful message. What's happening over here is that there's an obligation on the Rabbanon to establish protections. But you have to also know how to, um, how to understand the Pasuk to know which protections to establish. Well, the entire Torah is explained by the Rabbanon and, and uh, it seems that everything's pretty straight up. Okay, it's really, it is Midrabbanon and the Pasuk is merely in Asmachta. Ushmarta Mesmishmarti doesn't necessarily mean 
to guard my guardings of the Torah. It means to create decrees, enactments that are there to protect the other guardings, which we're going to challenge because what we're starting to hint to over here is that sometimes there are things that are meant to protect us and then there are sometimes there are, there are things that are meant to protect that which is meant to protect. But we know there's a general rule and the Gemara is going to touch on this shortly. You don't make a gzera on a gzera. Otherwise, there's no answer. There's no end. Make a guard to make sure you don't transgress this. Oh, so I transgress that. There's a rule. But we're starting to, to touch on that over here. It seems like we're kind of doing that. Okay? So we're going to need to clarify this. We'll do that soon. Here we go. Now the Gemara is going to go through what are the Shni Isla Arayas? What are the secondary relationships that are established? Midrabanan, Tanrabanan, the rabbis learned, and so should we. Mahin Shniyais. What are Shniyais La Arayas? Once we're mentioning Tanrabanan, I'll repeat a Maisa we spoke at in Shoulders Pashabas when we were talking about the Heligar Chaim. So the, the way the story goes is that uh, the Mir Yeshiva was learning the Dharm. And there were two boys who were battling. They were battling, they were schmoozing. And Abnachim Bartzovitz, the Rashiva, uh, was walking by. So they see the Rashiva coming. So everybody's like, oh, quick, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, Tanarabanan, yeah, Tanarabanan, no. So Abnachim Bartzovitz walks by and he smiles. He says, nowhere in the door are you going to find the Tanarabanan. There's no Tanarabanan in the door. Busted. So they, they, told, uh, they told this Maestro Terbchayim. So Chaim smiled and he said, the Rashiva's right. But one time in the Dharam, it does say, De Tanu Rabbana. One time it says, De Tanu Rabbana. <laughs> yeah, okay. Baruch Hashem, we have, we, uh, we have good title. Maybe go, Tanu Rabbana. The rabbis learned and so should we. Mahin Shniyais. What are considered secondary arayas? Aim Imai Ve'aim Aviv. You hear this? Aim Imai Ve'aim Aviv. Your mother's mother and your father's mother. The Eishas Avi Aviv, and the wife of your father's father. The Eishas Avi Imai, and the wife of your father's mother. Okay? So far, so good. I mean, we, we just had a few different ways how to say Bubby. Right? Few, uh, huh? His mother's father. Yeah, what I say? The, the wife of his mother's father. Thank you. Thank you. The wife of his mother's father. Good. So again, you're going to call her Bubby. Yeah? Now, it could be somebody who uh, your grandfather married. So it's not necessarily your grandmother. But, okay. The Eishas Achi Ha'av Menaim. Or the wife of... The Eishas Achi Ha'av. The wife of your father's brother, Min Ha'im, where they share the same mother. So your aunt through marriage... Or your aunt through your mother's side, but paternal. And the daughter-in-law of your son, and the daughter-in-law of your daughter. Okay, now daughter-in-laws in general are midaraisa, but the daughter-in-law of your son, daughter-in-law of your daughter. Okay, these are all secondary arayas. These are shniyas le'arayas. Okay, now, umutter, however, says the Gemara, umutter adam be'eshes chamav. You're allowed to marry your uh, um, uh, your father-in-law's wife, somebody who was your father-in-law's wife. So remember, a man is not allowed to reveal any cloak 
that his father revealed, right? But what about your wife's father's wife? So your wife's father, it's not your wife's mother. Your wife's father is married to a, second, uh, married to a woman. So we're going to call it your shver's wife. They get divorced. You're allowed to marry your shver's ex. Okay? Or the wife of your stepson. But you're not allowed to marry the daughter of your stepson. You can't marry your step-granddaughter. And um, uh, your, your wife, your daughter, your, I'm sorry, your stepson, yeah, that's your stepson is mutter be'ishtai ubitai. You're allowed to enter um, the, you're allowed to marry the wife and the daughter from a different marriage. However, and, and we say the wife of your stepson can say to him, I'm going to be mutter to you, but my daughter is going to be permitted to you. We'll see soon why. Okay. Says the Gemara. Bas Chargai Dairaisehi. I don't understand. But by the way, Bas Chargai, the your stepdaughter is Asmi Dairaisa. The Chsev as Bas Bena, the as Bas Bita. You're not allowed to reveal the nakedness of one of your wife's children. Who Bas Bena, the granddaughter, and her daughter's daughter. So you see that if you can't reveal the daughter's daughter, you're not allowed to do your stepdaughter either. So. Why do we got to mention this? Of course, it's Dairaisa. Why are we mentioning it with the Dairabonans? Because we want to get to the Seifa. Where your stepson's wife can say, where we said your stepson's wife can say, I'm mutter to you, but my daughter's also to you. And even though my daughter's also to you, why? Because, again, this is your wife's granddaughter. Which Dairaisa, you're not allowed to reveal the nakedness of a wife and her kid and a daughter and a daughter's daughter. So he says, My my daughter is Asibi Dairaisa. But I don't have a Xera Dairabonim. Listen, are you following along? Not this last one. Not, not this last one. This is Gishma. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ruvain's married to Rachel. Rachel comes into the marriage with a son, Betzalel. Okay? Ruvain, Rachel has a son, Betzalel. Betzalel is married to Chaya. They have a daughter. Let me make sure I'm, remind, I'm remembering my own names. Ruvain's married to Rachel. Rachel comes in with a son, Betzalel. Betzalel gets married to Chaya. And they have a daughter, Sprinza. Okay. Sprinza is the granddaughter of Ruvain's wife. So he's an Arias to her, right? Because Bas Bena, Bas Bita, you can't. But what about Bitzalel's wife? Is she a daughter of your wife? No. Is she a granddaughter of your wife? No. She's your wife's daughter-in-law. That's not explicitly in. So you have a case where the mother is okay, but the daughter's not okay because the mother's not a blood relative to the wife. She's married in. Right? She's married over here, but the granddaughter is now blood straight. So that's why, that's how you can have a daughter who's an Arias to the, to the grandfather, 
but the stepdaughter-in-law is not really blood-related. So I mean, the rice is going to be okay. Okay? So, so th- since we wanted to mention that case, but the dealer goes to the to the so the, the ratio also says, Ba'as Chargai, that uh, the daughter of your, uh, the granddaughter through your stepson. Okay. Says, Gemara Yachi, if so, it's letting, if so, meaning, if so, that it's letting me know how far the Chachamim go when it comes to establishing their Gezeira. Eishas Chomiv, the wife of your father-in-law, Nami Tema, she should also say to this guy, okay, to her uh, husband, former husband's uh, son-in-law, Animu Tereslach, I'm mutter to you mid Rabbanan. Again, your father-in-law's ex-wife. I'm mutter to you mid, I'm mutter to you, Ubiti Asuralach, but my daughter is forbidden to you, Dahave Achai because she is your wife's sister. Ah, Gishmak. Okay? Because they share the same father. You understand? You have Ruvain is married to Rachel. Rachel has a stepmother married to her father. Ruben, Rachel has a stepmother. Then her father and mother have, an, have another daughter. Besides for Rachel, Rachel now has a half-sister who she shares the same father with and has a different mother. Yeah, let's say this again. Ruben's married to Rachel. Rachel has, Rachel's father marries a lady. And they have a daughter together. Everybody clear? So Rachel now has a half-sister shared by the mother. Says the Gemara, if you think about it, Reuven would technically be mutter to his stepmother-in-law. And that stepmother-in-law is going to say to him, you're mutter to me, but you're not mutter to my daughter. Because my daughter is a half-sister to your former wife, or to your wife, and she's 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 your wife's sister. So again, we're creating another scenario where a mother would be permitted, but a daughter is not going to be permitted. Says the Gemara, Hapsikale, we already, um, that uh, one was a clear psak, the other one was not a clear-cut psak, it was, a, it was a conversation, it was a discussion, and also it's not going to be forever, okay? And therefore, the Tana, cho, cho, the, Tana cho, the Tana chose not to teach it. Amarav, Rav says, Arba Here we go. There's four women who there's a stop to their Isser. Okay? We're going to list four cases now where um, the lady herself is usher, but it doesn't continue through her diaries. Here we go. Nakit Rav biyade, Rav grabbed in his hand Tlas, meaning he figured out three. What were the three that he figured out? Eisha Sachia Imanav, the wife of your uncle through your mother, um, where they share a, the same father, so the your, your the mother's paternal brother, the Ashes Achiha Avminaim, and the wife of your paternal uncle, where they share the same mother, 
that's how they're brothers, by sharing the same mother. Vikalasai, and your daughter-in-law, Uziri, Uziri figured out the fourth. Maisif af Eshas Avi Imai. He says, he also includes into, into the uh into the Xera Dirabonon the case of Eshas Avi Imai, your grandfather's wife, your mother's father's wife. Okay? In all these cases, it's them in, it's them in, in uh, particular. The way to remember these cases is the Eloi de Rav. Okay, something which is above are the cases that Rav figured out. Why? Because all the all of Rav's cases were going up in generations. The Rav, my time Why couldn't Rav figure out Ziri's case? Okay, of of the wife of your. Father's mother. Why didn't Rav mention that case? Says the Gemara. He says because we didn't want it to be switched. Really means confused, but mechlaf, right? We didn't want it to be switched around with the case of your grandfather's wife through your father. We didn't want there to be confusion over there. Notice that's why he said that Rav says in Zairi's case we're actually going to be machmir. Uh, generationally, because otherwise people are going to be confused between the different types of bubbies. Okay, now remember, we mentioned before already a number of cases where you're going to have a woman in your life who's called bubby, but there's many ways that she becomes your grandma. Either she's your blood grandma or she's a grandma because she's married to your wife, uh, your wife's grandfather or your own grandfather has, a, has another wife. Okay? Says the Gemara, Ziri says, listen, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to uh, fathers, fathers, wives and things like that, people know their family. But, it is to your mother's family, you're not necessarily as close to. And therefore, there's, uh, there's more concern for confusion. Okay. So, in other words, bubby's a bubby on one side. The other side, uh, right? There's a, um, less of a uh, concern about confusion. Uh, bottom line is, we're going to be more machmir on your mother's side of the family than we are on your father's side. Okay. Kalosoi, we said your daughter-in-law is also a Xera. Says Gemara, what? Your daughter-in-law? Remember? Come on. Daughter-in-law is a clear-cut Arias. Nothing to talk about. Top of Omen Base. Daraisi. That's the case of Daraisi. You're not allowed to reveal the nakedness of your daughter-in-law. So why is this a Shniela Arias? Says Gemara, you're right. Ema Kalos Benai. Your son's daughter-in-law. That's not mentioned in the Torah. Says the Gemara, the the Kalas Yesh Lahevsek. What do you mean? Your son's daughter-in-law has a has a end to her arayis, meaning at a certain point in her life she can become permitted again. Tanya, and we learned in her brayso, Kalasai Erva, Kalas Benai Shnia, Vechenatoimer Bevnayu Ben Benai Atzayv Kol Adiris. A person's own daughter-in-law is also midaraisa. Your son's daughter-in-law is also midarabbanan. And this goes on and on and on. You see very clearly that even a secondary arayas is going to keep going without a stop. kalas says the you're right. Rather, what is the shniel arayas when it comes to daughter-in-laws? It means your daughter's daughter-in-law. Not your daughter-in-law, not your son's daughter-in-law. Your daughter's 
daughter-in-law. Dom Rachisha Rachisha says, Hamilsa Megaber Rabbi Shmuel. I heard something from a Adam Gadol, from a Gaber Rabba. What did I hear? Um, before who was it? Umanu. Who was it? Rebami. It was Rebami. And what did I hear? Lay Asro Kala. We did not say it's Asher to marry a daughter-in-law. Ella Mipne Kala. Only because of the daughter-in-law transgression. Now, what? Baruch Hashem for Rashi, the biggest Balchazid. Yeah? Rashi says, what we mean to say over here with these words is, Le'asru Kala, the prohibition of Kala, only applies, now which prohibition? The one that we established, Midrabonon, was only came, only came into play when? Mipnei HaKala. Only came into play because of the daughter-in-law. Okay. Now, so there's a gzeira the Rabbana made that has to do with daughter-in-laws because of your regular daughter-in-law. There's a gzeira. That's all we need to know right now. Now, the Amri Li Kildai, and it's uh, the, the Kildai, Rashi is the people who read the stars. Yeah, it's, it's uh, been told to me. Lost the place, I'm sorry. Malpina Havis. I was told that I'm going to be a Malpina. Anybody here ever been to an Ulpan? You've heard of that? It's a seminary, a place where you learn, a place where, where, where you're taught things. I was told I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going I'm to be a Rebbe. Amina, and I said, listen, Igavra Rabba Havina Ezbera Daiti. Listen, if I'm going to be a, a Rebbe, so Ezbera Daiti. I will try to explain with my own knowledge. Okay? Hopefully I have the, the, uh, my, the wherewithal, Rashi says, to be able to figure this out on my own, exactly what's the statement. So, imikri dardike avina. If they thought that I'm going to teach children, ashayla me rabbonon, so then it's important for me to ask the shayla to the rabbonon, the osulubay knishta, that come to the, the besaknesses. Why? Because when you're a uh, teacher of young children, you don't understand, you don't need to understand things in a deep way. So you don't have the siyat of the shmaya for it. As if I want to be a, a kindergarten teacher, an early childhood teacher. So then I, I, better, uh, I better go ask people who have bigger achrayas than me. Hashta, now, savret mi daiti. And now it, it seems, you know, um, that I'm going to be from, uh, what was the word? Mopana, uh, uh, yes, but for now, until I know, he says, this is how I'm going to understand it. When we said the Rabban only asked up a kala because of a kala, you know what they meant? They only prohibited your daughter's daughter-in-law because of the prohibition of a son's daughter-in-law. Okay? Now, this is very interesting because this quite possibly can be a gzeira on a gzeira. A decree on a decree. Because even your son's daughter-in-law, Lachora, is a rabbinic decree. Unless you say it was both decreed in the same, with, with, with the same, uh, at the same time, with the same Isser de Rabbonon. That once the Rabbonon made a decree on your son's daughter-in-law, they say, oh, it includes daughter's daughter-in-law. I'll explain to you. Like the daughter-in-law of Bartzaisa, Rav Papa Amar, Rav Papa says, Rav Papa Baraba, like the daughter-in-law of Papa Baraba, Rav Ashi Amar, Rav Papa Baraba, like the daughter-in-laws 
of Marak Bar Isak. What does all this have to do? What, what's the explanation here? So Rashi, Baruch Hashem, again, Balchazen, Rashi says these were all homes where the families were very close-knit, very close together. So the grandparents were still were, were living with the daughter-in-law, with the grand, you know, the, their children were living in the Maradam, with the, their, their son's daughter-in-law was there, and their daughter's daughter-in-law, and there was one big mishpucha. Everybody, you know, lived on the same compound. So when you have a situation like that, that's, um, you know, that's why the daughter's daughter-in-law is also going to be usher because everybody's submished in the family. The Maiset, she's called the granddaughter-in-law, so people are going to get confused in this type of granddaughter-in-law and that type of granddaughter-in-law. Hence, the Gzir. Okay. Iboy They asked the Shaila, searching for information. Let's go. Eishas Achia Aim and Aim, the wife of your grand, uh, of your uncle, who's your mother's brother by sharing the same mother. Okay, so your mother has a maternal brother, his wife. Mahu, what is the halacha? So your, your mother's half-brother's wife. Is that the only time when you have a relationship to the father, paternal relationship, that's where the Rabbana made a Gezeira. But where there's no father involved over here, there's no paternal relationship. The Rabbana never made a decree. Or do we say, listen, an aunt is an aunt. An aunt is an aunt. Your mother's brother's wife, to the, your mother's brother's wife, they share the same mother. Yeah, so there's no difference. Okay, do you look at how they're related? Or do you say, what's the relation called? That's how we'll put it. Amr Asav, Asav says, Higufa Gzera, Fanan Enekim Benigzar Gzera Lagzer. Now we're going to have a Geshmak Gemara. Gemara says, one second. The aunt that's related to your mother paternally is only Asmid Rabbana. So the aunt that's related to your brother maternally, you're going to extend the Gzera onto a Gzera. Amr Rabbah, Rabbah says, that's not a Gzera onto a Gzera. Atu Kulu Lab Gzera Lagzeri. Isn't every Shneel Arias a Gzera of a Gzera? Listen. Imai Erva, your own mother's an Arias. Amy Maishnia, your grandmother's a secondary. The Gazral Imav Mishom Amiva. We made a Gzera on, on the, the wife of your mother's, of your father's mother because of your mother's mother. The time of my, why do you do that? Kulu Dubeim or Rabbazigarle, because everybody's called Bubby. All the cases we had before. If you're called a Bubby, you're going to get confused. Aishasaviv Erva, and also we said the wife of your father is an Erva. A man can never marry a woman who his, who his father was married to. Eishes avi aviv shnia. So the wife of your grandfather is a shnia l'raisa. Again, the wife of your father is d'raisa. The wife of your grandfather is midrabonan. And now we said, let's make a gzera on the wife of your mother's father, mishum eishes avi aviv, because of the wife of your father's father. But time of why, why do you make that gzera? Because everybody is called zaydi. So once, uh, so once you're called Zaydi, you're going to be included. And also, the wife of your father's brother from Ha'av is the Erva. So your father's paternal brother, the, your father's paternal brother's wife is also an Erva. So the wife of your father's brother from his mother, a maternal brother, is going to be the secondary Arias. And we made a, a uh, Gezerah on the wife of your mother's brother paternally. Everybody's called your aunt through your uncle. It's called your uncle's wife. So the bottom line, ask the Gemara to, to, to nail this down, says Rava, listen. 
Every, don't tell me there's no gzera to gzera when it comes to Shniya Starayas, because in all these places it seems that's what's happening. These are all gzera on gzeras. Gvaldik. So Rav Safra, who wants to say that there's no gzera to a gzera by Shniya Larayas, must be wrong, or this whole Mishnah and Gemara can never start. So he must be wrong. Says the Gemara, okay, so if that's not, we're back to our original question. And what was that? My, what is the original halacha? Okay, what's the halacha in our original case? Which original case? Right after the two dots. Going back to the two dots, we said, The wife of your mother's brother, Right. So, we still have the same original shayla about the uncle, about the aunt through, that's married in. Says Gemara Toshma, come and listen. <coughs> is my aunt, now why is she my aunt again? Why is she a permitted or not? Why is she my aunt? Because she's married to my mother's brother who they share the same mother. My mother's maternal brother, it's called. My mother's maternal brother's wife. Okay, what do we say over there? Any time by a nekeva, it's considered an arayas. So the Rabbana made a gzera on the man because of a shnia l'arayas. So we're going to give, this price is going to give a lot of examples. Uh, we've gone through some of them earlier. And Rav says, And uh, is there a rule? One second, here we go. We know that your mother-in-law is an arayas. <coughs> but your father-in-law's wife is mutter. Okay? Your mother-in-law is okay. Your father-in-law's wife is an erva. Your father-in-law's wife is okay. Um, now, she's not really your mother-in-law, right? Because she's not your wife's mother. She's your wife's stepmother. Your the daughter of your mother-in-law is an erva because she and your wife share the same mother. So she's a chayis But your stepmother-in-law's daughter-in-law is going to be okay. Your father-in-law's daughter is an erva. Why is your father-in-law's daughter an erva? Because if, she, if he's your father-in-law, she's going to be your wife's sister. Okay? But... Your, your stepbrother-in-law's wife is allowed. Chegartai erva. Your stepdaughter is an erva. Eishas chegartai muteres. But the, your wife's stepdaughter-in-law is mutter to you. Bas chegartai erva. Your wife's granddaughter is an erva because again you're uncovering the nakedness of a mother and a and a and her, a granddaughter. Aisha's ben Chargo muteres, but the wife of your stepson-in-law. That was the case we spent time on before. That's going to be mutter. Okay, so these are all cases. This is more. But Rav Yudah Barshila, but this case of Yudah Barshila, Lasuiyam, I was coming to include Lavasui Eishas Achia Haaim and Haaim. Techol Shubin Akeva Erva Bezacher Gazal Ishtay Mishum Shnia. Rabbi, one more minute. One more minute. We're going to hold it here. Okay. So why don't we say that we asser up the wife of a man just like a Shnia Larayas? Says the Gemara, Maishna Hayu, Maishna Hay. Why? So how do we know? Which women we're going to apply the Shniel Arayas to? Says, I'll tell you enough, Kamina. By your aunt that's married to your 
uh, mother's brother. She's only related to you through one marriage. All you needed was one marriage, and now, and now you're a mishpacha. Memela, therefore, we're going to say it's Asir. Hani, but by the, all the other cases, if it takes two marriages to make her in, come into the family, the Rabbanon did not extend their, their case of Arias, and they say that um, the Xero does not extend, and it's going to be, she's not in the category of Shneel Arias, and she's still going to be Mutter. We'll hold it here for today. We're up to Shalach Leireb Masharshi. Unfortunately, we didn't completely finish the daf, but Bezrem will pick up from here tomorrow evening, and uh, we'll get through tomorrow's daf. Didn't pace myself so well, but uh, we'll get there. All right. I get the knocked, everybody.